0: All right, welcome to Speak, Shoot Sports. This is Bert. Today, I'm joined once again by Tay. And today, we're going to be going over uh, a preview of Week 5. We're going to look forward to some of the games that we think are going to be really good. We're going to let you guys know what games to watch and also a sleeper game to keep your eye on. So, Tay, why don't you go and kick it off? What's your first game to watch this week?
1: My first game to watch will be Browns versus Chargers um these are both two teams who are out to great starts early on in the season uh both defenses have looked amazing so far this season and on top of that um both offenses have done pretty well too so um I think these are both two well-rounded teams two well-rounded teams that are going to battle for uh you know just positioning in the AFC it's a little early for that but I think that you know these two teams are going to give you a look at you know what you know, good competition in the AFC could look like later on this season in the playoffs. Um, Justin Herbert has been playing out of his mind with this new offense they have going on with the new offensive coordinator who came from the Saints. Uh, he's making him kind of look like a mini Drew Brees, got just these these kind of just these quick these quick reads, his quick snaps, and these quick throws. Um, but then you know he's going against a really good pass rush. Uh, Miles Garrett just looked unstoppable. I think yeah. he made a, I think he made a joke uh, early in the week. He said, uh, the, "I wore our sleeves." I went sleeveless one week and they uh I think they drug tested him after the game, yeah. so he was just like I'm never wearing, I'm never going sleeveless
0: again. <laughs> but he, um uh, yo um speaking on Miles Garrett, uh we didn't get to do a we just ran out of time we didn't get to do a uh before the season predictions. He was my DPOI, like, yeah. he's really I mean that one game um against the Bears. I mean, it inflated his stats like crazy, but yeah. still, he's been playing really, really well. But
1: yeah, uh, he's been playing out of his mind. He's been having a great season so far. Um, I think uh, one thing that I've noticed about Miles Garrett is how quick he is, off, how much quicker he is off the ball this season. Yeah, He's, like, flying off the ball, like, way more than he usually did. You can tell he put in a lot of work in the offseason. But this is one thing. He's going against a quarterback who likes to get the ball out of his hands, like, in literally, like, almost .2 seconds. Yeah, I mean, he makes he makes one read, and, he, you know, he, he's gone. Um, one thing I have to give big props to with Justin Herbert is that um, he's really deceptive. And he knows how to look off the secondary a lot, and that's a big trait to have for a quarterback. And at that, for a second-year quarterback that had that already, um, I would say NFL watch out because he's only going to get better. Um, his arm is already there. His accuracy is amazing. The more smarter he gets, the more trouble... Everybody's going to be in the NFL, not even just AFC. It's more so just everybody in general. Um, who do I got for this game? I'm I'm going to have to go Browns because I have to see the, I got to see the Chargers lose because I need my boys to to, to retain that number one seed back in, in in our division. But I would say that I you know I wouldn't be surprised if Justin Herbert and the Chargers get the job done.
0: I'm going to go with the Chargers on this one. Uh, for one, because I, I don't want the Browns to do good. I'm <laughs> um But also just because I really think they can. I, um, uh, the Browns have been kind of inconsistent this season at points where there have been some games where they look really, really good. Uh, but also there have been points in games where they aren't scoring like you think they would, or they aren't yeah. defending as good as you think they should, or they just blow a lead or two. Just little things like that. Uh, I mean, they should have won that Chiefs game, let's be honest, but they yeah, they 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 barely scored against Minnesota, who up until that point had been one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, I, I don't know if that's a, a testament to them stepping up or if the Browns offense just put up a dud that week. Uh, but I'm a little bit concerned for this Browns team's consistency. And if there's one thing about the Chargers, it's that they're consistent for the most part. Yeah, 1,000%. They do tend to, you know, have their off quarters or sometimes they can't close out games as well as they should be. Uh, But I think after that Chiefs win, where they just barely squeaked it out, I think they got a lot of confidence. And I think they are gunning for the top of that division. And I I feel bad for the Browns because they're in the way right now, right? Yeah. Of this giant freight train.
1: Yeah, um, one person I forgot to mention is Austin Eckler. He's been playing out of his mind so far this season. I know he's been hurt. He's been kind of going back and forth between this medical tent thing and, it's, you know, scaring a lot of people. But when he's on the field, I mean, it seems like it's impossible to take this guy down. I know he's already low to the ground. But, man, he's going head up with a lot of these linebackers and a lot of these safeties. He's kind of just bouncing off these guys. I mean, the guy is so strong. Just – he's he's killing the NFL right now. He's, and he killed my boys last week, so I got to give him props.
0: His balance is tremendous. I mean, he's not even like the biggest guy, but he's just very he has a really good core and he he runs low. Uh it's really it's hard to tackle him and keep him down. Uh, and also speaking on Nick Chubb, I expect Nick Chubb to have a good game. I expect, yeah. um, but I'm not sure what to expect from this offense throwing wise, passing wise. I don't know how much Odell's gonna contribute this game. He I he's still a little bit rusty. Yeah. Uh, that's to be expected. He's coming off a big injury, but you know I'm not exactly sure who's going to step up outside of Odell for the Browns to be able to effectively pass in this game and effectively kind of try and take the win. That's why I got the Chargers win in this game.
1: Yeah, I could definitely see that, one thousand percent.
0: Uh, you want to jump to, to my my first team?
1: Yeah. What's 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 your first game, bro? What right, you guys well, going on this
0: week? You know I gotta. You know I gotta go. Uh, Ravens Colts. This is as expected as expected. This is going to be look Ravens primetime games in the season every single Ravens primetime game has been a very good game and it's been close. It's been fun to watch. And we've only had one non primetime game. (laughs) So yeah, yeah, this is going to be I think this is going to be closer than people expect. The Colts' defense hasn't been playing to expectations. The Colts' offense hasn't been playing to expectations. The Colts' offensive line has not been playing to expectations. Yeah. This is the most, like, this is like the biggest bust of a team we've seen so far. I think it's too yeah, early to really easy. call them a bust. I think it's too early, but, you know, they've been the most disappointing team. And they are hungry for a win because they are 1-3 in at the bottom of their division. Basically, they're second, second to last, and uh, they're in the worst division in the NFL, which we mm-hmm. I, I covered in the video with Dorji uh, earlier. And they are desperate for a win. Meanwhile, the Ravens yeah. are struggling to keep up in a very, very close division. A very, very close uh, division. The very nobody expected the Bengals to be three and one, but they are, and so now the Ravens ha- really have to step up even further. They've been passing a lot more this season, and it's actually been really, really good for their offense. It's been opening up their run, run game more, actually. Yeah. My only issue is that they are not using Tyson Williams. It is very disappointing. In. He's their best runner. He's their most explosive guy. He's their quickest guy. And, look, I like Le'Veon Bell as much as the next guy but he looked really bad last week. Like, let's be honest. I don't see why Tyson should be a healthy scratch at all. He should be getting uh, snaps over either Le'Veon or Devonta Freeman.
1: Latavius Murray's been pretty good.
0: Latavius Murray's been pretty good. but Yeah, of course. You know, Tyson is that guy that could explode at any moment and give you you a a 30-yard rush. And if they're not using him, I'm a little concerned but if Rashad Bateman comes back this week I'm going to be a little bit less concerned <laughs> cuz <'cause> that <laughs> he's going to be good I, I I'm not sure if he's going to be good right off the bat but he is going to be good and I think he's going to end up being either the wide receiver 2 or maybe even the wide receiver 1 for this team eventually yeah if he gets a chemistry I would say like you
1: know who you got winning but we already know Burr's yeah. got his Braves right. winning it's already yeah. it's a, it's a no brainer um if but I had I to standard. pick I would
0: I'm scared of that pick, man. I could I, I feel like there's an upset coming just because of how hungry the Colts must be, you know.
1: Yeah. Um I I was I was you know I'm still I'm still rock with you guys this week. I'm gonna go with the Ravens this week. Um, I would just say because you know, you guys actually have a good, a decent pass rush enough to obliterate this horrible offensive line that the Colts have.
0: Um Odafe Owe was yeah, going insane and Tyus Bowser in the last game against the Broncos. I mean.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's, I mean, a, and
0: that's a decent offensive line. It's, that was a pretty good offensive line. Yeah.
1: I, I just, you know, there's a lot of um, downfalls with this Colts team. And it's just, you know, after that week one, the Ravens have only gotten, you know, better every game. And uh, I think a big thing is that the defense has gotten better every game ever since yeah. week one. Um, Lamar is, you no, know, he's he's being Lamar. There's nothing else you can really say about that. Uh, Marquise Brown, you know, he made up for a lot of those drop drop passes. Two weeks ago, and and the game, uh, this past weekend, but um, I I really just see you guys kind of rolling over this this Colts team. Um, once once you guys get a little bit of pressure on Carson Wentz, he's just gonna fold. He's gonna start th- making a lot of dumb reads. He's gonna start throwing a lot of dumb interceptions. And you know that's 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 that. Unfortunately, that's just who Carson Wentz is now. Carson Wentz is the guy that everybody thought was gonna be so good, but you get him you get him hit a couple times, and he just folds. And he throws interceptions and he makes dumb reads and he just you know he just doesn't make the best decisions when he's when he's feel like he's under pressure.
0: Yeah, our, our defense has definitely been getting better and it's going to be relying a lot on. You know, I hope the Colts offensive line doesn't get it together this week because they very well could. They could get it together at any moment. You know, we yeah, nobody expected just- them. Nobody expected them to be, to be this bad. So, if they just play up to somewhat of their expectations, I think it's going to be a closer game than people think. And I just hope the Ravens don't let their foot off the gas and they just keep going.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, let's. We so we both got the Ravens winning that one. Let's go yeah, to uh, what's what's your second must watch game? My second must watch game is Chiefs versus
1: the Bills. Yeah. The Bills are the hottest team in the NFL besides the Arizona Cardinals right now. Um, I believe let's if we go we can go and look at their past three games. I think all of their past three games have been blowouts. Um,
0: In the last three weeks, they have outscored their opponents 118 to 21. And all 21 of those points came from the Washington football team. <laughs>
1: That's it. Yeah. So, I mean, week two, they won 35-0 against the Dolphins. Week three, they go and drop 43 against Washington, who everybody thought was going to be a top defense, which let's say that defense has been looking pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But um, And then we go week four, they, uh, they, they shut out the Texans 40-0. Listen, the Diggs and Allen connection is back, and it's scary. Yes. Um, when these two are on point and when these two are clicking and just, you know, Josh Allen can just kick it off to the Diggs whenever he wants to, and they will make an amazing play, they are probably the scariest offense in the NFL. Um, The defense has been doing really well, too. Uh, Zach Moss has been performing really well. Devin Singletary has been doing pretty well. Um, Surprisingly, you know, this unorthodox receiving core they have, in Buffalo, has been pretty good. Um, you got Diggs, Beasley, Sanders, uh, Gabriel Davis is there every now and then. They throw in a, Isaiah McKenzie, but you know this is kind of like you know you hear a lot of these names. You're like, eh, you know, this is an average receiving core with with Stephon Diggs, but surprisingly, everybody's been performing pretty well on top of Stefon Diggs being who he is. Um, I'm gonna have to take them over the Chiefs. Just because they have that momentum coming into the, this week, and the Chiefs are kind of just you know just kind of just slowly getting by, yep. just slowly pacing their way to wins and not really doing much, and not really pulling away. in a lot of these games they need to be pulling away with. Like last week, the fact that they were even you know a, only up a touchdown at the end of the game against the Eagles, the Eagles, you guys couldn't blow out the Eagles. I, I, I'm, I'm losing faith. But it's not the offense, it's this defense. Um, their defensive schemes have just haven't been up to par as they were back when they uh, had won the Super Bowl. It's just, it's, you know, it's just not really, you know, their defense is not giving me what they usually, you know, what they usually do. It's just not living up to their usual potential. and it's And it's really sad.
0: Yeah, this Chiefs team has been honestly also a massive disappointment. I mean, I th- think you know their defense is just so bad that, and we we talked about this before in, in a previous video on the channel. Go check that out if you want to. Yeah, um, the Chiefs just can't stay focused for a full game. Full game. They had they have issues staying focused for a full game. They can, they'll go hard for a half or a quarter, but it feels like they're they rest on their laurels too much. Uh, they kind of kick back even when they're up or even when they're down. Sometimes they they still kind of kick back. Um, Yeah, this – my biggest issue with the Chiefs' Bills is that the Chiefs' biggest weakness is their defense and the Bills' biggest strength is their offense. And I think this could get really messy really quick. It's probably going to be a shootout, but I think the Bills could go up really big early. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to have have to claw their way back because, uh, like you said with their receiving court, the Diggs-Allen connection, everyone's so scared of that. It opens up everybody else uh, on that receiving team and with a defense like this who's weak against not only um, the the pass, they're also really weak against the run they have not been able to stop anybody from running all over them and Zach Moss has been very very solid and Singletary he's been okay he I think he's been pretty all right but I I expect Zach Moss to have a big game I expect Stefan Diggs to do pretty well
1: this week absolutely
0: I expect Emmanuel Sanders Cole Beasley also have really good games I think this is going to be you know and they even have a they have a great red zone target in uh, Dawson Knox who's kind of been flying under the radar uh, from Buffalo meanwhile on the Chiefs side they did just they did just sign Josh Gordon I don't think it's going to make much of an impact right away yeah
1: I would I would say give that like about a week or two before we really kind of see how much like how big of a role he's gonna have on his offense. Yeah. But um Tyreek Hill's coming off a big performance. Everybody knows Tyreek Hill had three touchdowns last week. He lit up the, the the Eagles. But you know, even with Tyreek Hill having three touchdowns, they only won by seven. Yeah. And that's what really scares me. Um I'm not sure what's going on. I'm not sure if Andy Reese kind of just you know just telling his guys you know this is this is a long run you know let's not try to push the gas too early but uh they need to start pushing the gas they need to start you know addressing the issue that they're having a lot of these close games with a lot of teams that they should be blowing out
0: yeah and they've got two teams above them that are three and one um and who there's another team that's two and two right who's
1: the, yeah no actually uh
0: or is everyone three and one above them
1: Yes, everyone's three and one, and they're the only two and two teams. So that's my boys. My boys were three and one. The Chargers are three and one, and the Broncos are three and one. Um, This is arguably the best division in the NFL right now. Um, And were we, was anybody expecting this? Absolutely not. (laughs) And was anybody expecting the Chiefs to be last? Absolutely not. But, you know, things happen. NFL is very unpredictable. And, you know, it's full of surprises, and that's why I love the game. But uh, if I had to pick a winner for this game this week, I'm riding with the Bills. Um, Mm -hmm. I think the Chiefs are kind of just at a point where it's just like a lot of teams are figuring them out, and teams are only getting better. And I said this in the previous video that we made about them. You know, they got to pick it up because these teams are not going to get worse. They're only going to get better. When these teams start getting better and you guys are kind of just staying stagnant, you guys are going to start getting trampled over. It's going to happen.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, let's be honest, the Bills' defense is nothing to sleep on either. I mean, they had two shutouts. I know it was against the Texans, and it was against the uh, Miami Dolphins without Tua. But let's be honest, those are, those are still NFL teams, NFL yeah, caliber absolutely. teams. And if they can shut those guys out, I think they have a pretty good shot at doing some damage against against this Chiefs offense. Uh, Tredavious White, Jermaine Edmonds, I mean, they got pieces there. But yeah, that that's... That's all I gotta say on that. Uh, I'm picking Buffalo in that game. All right. Well,
1: Bert, what's your second must-watch game of the week?
0: It is the Cincinnati Bengals against the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> this is who would have
1: thought that Bert would pick Cincinnati to be a game of the week.
0: <laughs> this is this is one of those. If if you had said this like week one of the season, like before any games. I would have been like, "What are you talking about? Like, get out of here! Like, there's no way." There's no
1: way that this game is going to be competitive.
0: But the Bengals have been good, and the Packers have been really bad in defense, and the Bengals have been really good on offense. Good in offense. This is like a dollar store version of the Bills Chiefs game. Like, this is going yes, to be a absolutely. It's going to be a shootout, and look, Joe Mixon might miss the game, but Samaje Perine is not so bad, and they're look. Green Bay's run defense is so bad that. They could probably make Samaja Piran look like Derrick Henry, right? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And their secondary is also bad. And the, the Bengals have three really good weapons. They have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. This is assuming T. Higgins plays. I, I think he's on pace to play.
1: Yeah, I believe he is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, this is this is gonna be a very, very um, I think it's gonna be a closer game than people think. Because, uh, I mean, also, on, I mean, we, we, we know who the Packers have, you know? The yes, Boston,
1: everyone, everybody knows who the Packers are, yeah.
0: They're going to they're gonna come out, and they're going to put up a lot of points. But the Bengals are going to be right there with them, I think, in my opinion. And this could end up going down to the final quarter with uh, a, a few drives. Who really wants to win the game more? I think it could really come down to that. And if I had an upset alert, this, you know, I, I – I put the Bengals on upset alert against the against the Packers.
1: Yeah, um, I I, I this this, this Bengals team has really surprised me. Um, and a, a big thing is that Joe Burrow has taken a big leap from year yeah. one to year two. So when you have a quarterback, when you have a young quarterback that's just, you know, he has already, you know, he did, he gave him some production last year. But when he's taking a massive, just a massive leap from last year and he's just making everything click and he's just making the, everybody around him so much better, yeah. it's kind of hard to beat this team. And, you know, a surprising thing about this, Bengals, about this Bengals team is the defense. This defense is surprisingly, you know, I wouldn't say really good, but it is good enough to get the job done for them to win. Some of these games. Um, and you know, it starts with their front four. Their front four is way better than anybody would have expected. Um, their secondary isn't the best, but when you have a good front four like that, it only makes the secondary's job easier. Yeah. Um, you know, Something we all know who the Packers, Packers have.
0: They have a they have a, a really weak O-line right now.
1: Yeah, and at that, the Packers secondary is just not the best. Yeah. Um, I know they have Darnell, you got Jari Alexander, but there's just so many weapons with this Bengals offense that I knew that once they finally got it to click, that this team would be really, really good.
0: Um, is is Jair Alexander? Is he hurt? I feel like I remember reading about him getting hurt.
1: Not sure.
0: I I know they lost. He on,
1: is he is he is he on the pup?
0: No. So, okay, so they're gathering opinions on his shoulder injury. They don't know how long he's going to be out.
1: Oh, okay, okay, okay they're, okay, hopefully,
0: okay. they're hopeful he can avoid surgery. And now with with that, I seriously think the Bengals have a serious chance to win this game. But also, yeah. uh, they also lost Zadarius Smith for the entire season, most likely. That's
1: right. They did most likely lose. And that, was, that happened in the game against the Seals, I believe, right?
0: Yeah.
1: So, which is another reason that, you know. Uh we probably I think we discussed this in the in a, a Panthers video, but um they're gonna sign Jalen Smith. Yeah. And I think this is a big reason why they're gonna sign Jalen Smith. They're gonna to lose to Darius Smith. You need his replacement. Jalen Smith is a pretty good replacement. I mean, he's quick, he's able to cover. Um, I wouldn't say he's a good pass rusher as, a, as a Darius Smith. And I don't know if he's as great at stopping the run, yeah. but he'll definitely help with pass coverage. Um he's just he's able to go, you know, east-west very well in the box. But uh, you know, unfortunately, I still got the Bengals this week. I really do. Um I
0: got the Bengals too, I'm not gonna lie. I I, I
1: they they're, they're looking pretty well. They've been performing pretty well. Uh don't I just don't believe in this Packers defense. Um, everybody knows the Packers offense is gonna do what they do, but the mm-hmm. Packers defense just isn't it's just isn't good at all. I'm just not able to compete with these young receivers that they have in Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, um, you know, even as a Ravens fan. It's nice to see the Bengals do good. I don't have an animosity towards the Bengals or the Bengals fans. They're yeah. mostly been pretty chill. I haven't really met any bad ones. Uh, so shoot, if the Bengals are doing good, good for them. I, I hope they keep it up, <laughs> but I hope they are not as good as the Ravens. So that's <laughs> another. Um, yeah. So let's talk about your your sleeper game of the week. What is like the game that? People are kind of overlooking, but you think it's actually going to be a good game this week.
1: We got my boys against the Bears. Listen, yeah. this is – I believe this is – I don't think this is the first time Khalil Mack's played their car, or it's, it may be possible that this is the first game against the uh, Bears with, with Khalil Mack on the other side of the field. Yep. But, um, listen, I think this is going to be way more competitive game do I think we're going to give Justin Fields some trouble? Yes, but um, we, we got a lot of drop-offs in our secondary. We had a lot of injuries this week. We had two, actually two guys in our secondary this week went out. Uh, Nate Hobbs, the rookie, the side DB, who's been doing really well. I believe he's in a concussion protocol. Um, they're saying he's looking like he's going to be cleared to play this week. Still no guarantee. And uh, Trayvon Mullen, they start, they're, they're, you know, they're worried that he suffered a long-term injury to his foot. Um, I hate to see it because he was definitely our DB. No, he was our second-best DB on the team box, next to Casey Hayward. But, um, hey, next man up, Gus Bradley, I believe in you. I believe in the scheme that you got going on. Uh, our D-line is amazing. I'm loving the stunts. I'm loving the the, the packages you're coming with the defense. But uh, one thing, if I can ask, enough with the linebackers and man coverage against tight ends. We let Jared Cook look like an all star on Monday, yeah. and I hated to see it. Uh, I know we shut down Keaton Allen, we shut down Mike Williams, but we let the one guy who shouldn't have had a game at all have probably his best game of the season on us. On. So, as long as we can limit that, we can change our schemes up, get some uh, pressure on Justin Fields, you know, kind of force him to use his legs a little bit, and, you know, let Jonathan Abram, you know, just spy and hit him a couple times. He might get a little worried about scrambling after that. But, um, this this Chicago team is no slouch. Um, their defense is pretty it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's the best, but it's pretty good. Um, uh, my only the only thing is that Chicago just lost Dave, uh, Dave Montgomery, I believe, for yeah. six to eight weeks with a knee injury. So you know that's never good. But for the Raiders, that's great news for us. We don't got to worry about them pounding the ball and David Montgomery dragging three or four guys while he's trying to get into the end zone. Um. If I had to pick a winner, it's obvious. I'm picking my boys, Khalil Mack. We're gonna ruin your homecoming. I'm sorry, but please come back. But you know, uh, I still got my boys it's, this week.
0: I I see a big mismatch between the Raiders' defensive line talent and the Bears' offensive line talent, and I think Justin Fields is gonna, he's gonna be me putting a blender this week. I mean, he's going to be. It's going to look like the Browns game all over again.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Genuinely, I think the Raiders might blow him out, <laughs> like straight up. I, I think that's a very real possibility. Uh, Derek Carr didn't have the greatest game last week, but he's going to bounce back. We know this. Uh, he's got a great group of receivers, Rugs, Renfro, Edwards, very underrated, all of them. Josh Jacobs is on pace to play, I believe. Yeah. But I wouldn't be surprised if he only he's on like a snap limit, a snap count. Uh I
1: was I was hoping that's what they did last week, but they seem to you know try to push the issue with him running the ball so much last week, but it's all good.
0: It's like they're trying to get him injured. It's weird. <laughs> it's yeah, weird. It's right? very strange. It's like I don't they, they're looking it. for an excuse to play Yeah. They're just looking
1: for an on. excuse
0: to play
1: So And you know what's crazy? Peyton yeah. Barber's probably out this week he has mild Turto. he just got announced today with mild Turto. and they said he's probably gonna be out this week and he might be out for more than one week so King and drake show uh hopefully we uh bring up trey ragas and uh you know maybe we'll let Jalen Richard get some snaps i'm not really a big fan of Jalen Richard right now but um I'm, I'm excited to see you know if trey Ragas gets some snaps because i really like him and how he performed in the preseason
0: uh, yeah, that's all I really got to say on them. I think the Raiders are going to win. Uh, I don't think it'll be particularly close, but it'll be interesting to see if Justin Fields has learned from the Browns. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And also, that that was so weird how Matt Nagy just announced he was the starter, starter when three days yes. three days ago he had just said it's Andy Dalton, right? Like, I feel bad for Andy Dalton. I feel like he was done dirty because the entire time Matt Nagy was saying yeah you're the starter you're the starter and then he just switched around to Justin Fields I don't know if that was a Matt Nagy decision or if that was a front office like we want Justin Fields to be playing yeah uh yeah so we don't know the particulars of that so I can't really comment on that but yeah sucks for Andy Dalton I'm um, we, we, we see this happen every year where some you see a young quarterback behind an older quarterback, and they get hurt, and then the young quarterback explodes, and they're like, yeah. Was- uh,
1: well, whatever. Yeah. Sorry, you lost your job, unfortunately. This is the franchise guy who's going to be the guy who drafted him early in the, in the, in the, in the draft. I mean, it was, it, was, it was a matter of time. Do I think it's a little early than I expected? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I was thinking that, you know, Justin Fields wouldn't get a full start and he wouldn't get that full job until maybe, like, week seven, week eight. Yeah. But, you know, they get
0: into him in week five. I mean, look, it even happened in Washington inadvertently, and they didn't even, like – Taylor Heineke wasn't even drafted, was he? Like
1: No, he was an undrafted free agent who was – I think he's bounced around a couple of practice squad teams and he made his way onto Washington.
0: Yes, it's just – it's interesting. It's a very interesting thing to to – to see, to notice. Going on to my last, my sleeper game. What you got for us, bro? What you got for us? I have the Falcons Jets. And I think this is just going to be entertaining. It's going to be a shootout. <laughs> Zach Wilson's going to be chucking it 50 times in this game. Matt Ryan's probably also going to be chucking it 50 times in this game. Cordero, Cordero Patterson is the most out of nowhere. I cannot believe he's going this crazy for this team.
1: I've he, never seen a guy who was RB1 and wide receiver one at the same time.
0: And like he's breaking out at 30 years old. Like, yeah,
1: this is, this, this it's is, so it's, it's so unpredictable. You don't see something like this happening. But yeah. I mean, with somebody like him who's just so quick and shifty and he already has the speed, if you give him a shot, I feel like he could have been making plays like this so long ago, yep. but nobody really gave him the shot. And I think they were kind of trying to force him to play receiver. I think he's more comfortable with just getting the ball out of the backfield and running routes out of the backfield more so than trying to get open against a DB. You get that mismatch with quarter Patterson against a linebacker or quarter Patterson against, you know, a, not a, as fast safety, but he's going to win that matchup nine, nine times out of 10 because he's just yeah. so fast. He's just so quick.
0: Yeah, we saw a lot of routes last week where he was just wide open. I mean, he ran right past the defense and they didn't even know what was going on. Uh, so they could do a lot of trick plays with him. They could you know, move him around and all that stuff. But they please also please let Calvin,
1: this be the Kyle Pitts explosion game. This is the perfect <laughs> game for it to happen. It is the Jets. Come on.
0: I don't know, man, because they I feel like teams really try to take Kyle Pitts out of the equation. I yeah. think, it was, yeah. But yeah, this could be the this could be the week. And I also think this could be a Calvin Ridley explosion game. They, you know, he hasn't really had a massive game yet this season. He's had a lot of really decent yardage. Uh, has he? I'm not even sure if he's had a touchdown this this okay. year. I think he's had one.
1: I think he scored one against Washington.
0: Bay. He didn't oh, score. Bay. Yeah, he scored once against Tampa Bay, and that was it. He's only had one touchdown this season. They need to get him more involved in the red zone. He is a he yes, is a, absolutely. I mean, he. What's funny is he's kind of turning into Julio, where like he's getting the yardage, he's getting the production, he's yeah. not getting the touchdowns. Just Something weird with the Falcons and Matt Ryan and his wide receiver ones, he just doesn't get them the ball in the red zone. But, um, yeah, and going over to the Jets side, I mean, look, the Falcons' secondary sucks. They're you know, their line is actually decent, but their secondary is really bad. And they got Corey Davis, Jameson Crowder, Elijah Moore. You know, they, they got guys they can throw even to.
1: Cole, who had a pretty good game last
0: week, too. Even Cole, and so I would not sleep on them keeping this game close. I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Carter actually did something, did a little bit of something. Um, He's their running back. And, yeah, I mean, Mike Davis could have a good game, too. This is just, like, this is one of those games where I could see almost every major player having a big performance. And this just be a straight-up shootout between these two teams. Tip
1: for me, you got any Jets or Falcons players, uh, I would probably start him this week because both defenses really suck. And – both teams that have you know their main guys in fantasy, like a Mike Davis, Cordero Patterson, Corey Davis, Jameson Crowder, uh Keelan Cole, shoot, even Zach Wilson, Michael Carter. You want to play those guys this week in fantasy because they're gonna get touches, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna perform and they're gonna produce. It's gonna happen, it's bound to happen. Two bad defenses, two offenses that you know could actually be pretty good with the right direction. So
0: make yeah. it happen. I have I have Calvin Ridley and Jamison Crowder on playing both of them this week. So <laughs> yeah. There you I, go. You got it from Burt. <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope this this game really does end up being a shootout. I think it will be. Uh, and so the question is which team will get a defensive stop first? The Jets actually had a pretty decent defensive outing last week against the Titans. I was really surprised. Everyone was really surprised that they even won that game. Yeah. And they're gonna have a lot of confidence going into this game because they're like, yo, we just beat someone who was trying to contend in the AFC, like seriously.
1: Yeah, easily. Um,
0: and Now they're going against a really weak defense again. So it's tough to pick, but I'm going to go Atlanta here, but just by a hair, like by a field goal.
1: I'm going to have to go the opposite. I'm going to have to say Jets. I mm-hmm. think Jets might get back-to-back wins this week just because they're coming off to the high road with that defense. Quincy and Quinton Williams – might be the best brother, duty, best brother duo in the NFL.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I, what I say, I have to say that I've never seen a linebacker hit Derrick Henry like yeah. Quincy Williams was hitting him last week. Oh, my goodness. This guy has came out of nowhere, and he's just taken over that defense by storm. Um, Those two I think they really had the most sacks they've had in a long time last week, too. I think they had seven sacks last week. It's yep. the most I think they've had in years. So these two together is obviously just a great duo
0: they single-handedly carried that entire Jets defense. Like, it was ridiculous yes, watching. They were flying all over the field, like, just making tackles, making big plays. It was ridiculous. And it very well could happen. Uh, I think the Falcons have a better line than the, the Titans did, the offensive line. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not sure if they'll get, like, a high number of sacks, but at the same time, Matt Ryan's not a very mobile quarterback, just like Ryan Shannon Right? So exactly. It very well could happen.
1: I can see it happening. And I got Jess this week. Jess, let's get back-to-back. Back. Let's go.
0: All right, the Falcons. Young-Way Koo, carry this team again, please. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to kick the game-winning field goal from 49 yards. That's a prophecy right there, bro. That's what <laughs> I 49-yard game-winner Young-Way Koo. I'm calling
1: it. <laughs> it's bound to happen. I already can already see it happening.
0: <laughs> all right, well, that, that's all the games we got for week five. Uh, like, share, subscribe, do all that good stuff. We really appreciate it. Uh, I've been Bert. Tate. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for watching.
1: See ya.